0: And welcome to this bonus edition of Around the Console. I'm your host Bob, and I'm joined by Suki, Cliff, Craig, and John. And we are reviewing the Joel Edstur uh, Big Finish audio, <coughs> at A Full Life, pretty much starring Matthew Waterhouse as Adric. Uh, also later, I'm going to go on a solo mission without the lads and pick up uh, Joe, who's kindly offered, offered to have a chat with us about it um, because it is pretty awesome. I've I've, I've dealt my hand there, uh, but I'll come round and uh, get you to deal your hands on your just initial thoughts and see what vibe we're going to have. I'll come to you first, Suki.
1: Yes, I really enjoyed this story. It's a nice continuation of what if story, basically, of uh, Adric uh, if he had uh, had basically a full life. Yes, and so and the way it was shown... Uh, uh, way I listened to it uh, it just brought out the the way uh, Matthew Waterhouse uh, portrayal of Adric uh, it just really brought it up a notch because uh, he does mention quite a few things about him as a kid so yeah I really enjoyed this. Positive like it
2: Cliff I really enjoyed it you know I'm, I've always said that I'm not a massive Adric fan but um, really? after obviously um, Earthshock this is such a good and piece, which makes me want to re-watch some of the stuff he's already in. Really cleverly done, the use of the diary, the use of how, how it came over to you, listening to it. Not a massive, just a Doctor Who, it's just really good to understand the companion stories, and you can see how it could sprint off in different directions. Loved it, really did love it. Wasn't on long enough for me, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, that's, wow, yeah. <laughs> uh, John?
3: Yeah, it was a lovely little piece. It was uh, it was definitely a love letter to the the entire character, and I think like I, I I've not had a great deal of experience with Adric uh, in because he's not I've not watched enough episodes with him in it. I've watched very few, so but I kind of get the idea of uh, the opinion of Adric from you guys, uh, and I think uh, having uh, Adric's perspective in a retrospective way, the, the, it was just, it was perfect. It was, it was, beautiful. It was a beautiful, really beautiful story. It was like a tearjerker. It was mm, like yeah, incredible. Yeah. It was really well, really well written and, uh, and a really surprisingly pleasant surprise to, uh, to get on my little listening schedule. So thank you guys.
0: Oh, cool. uh, Craig. Uh,
4: this was one of my favorites we've ever done actually. Um, I just thought it was beautiful. I thought it was, I liked the fact it was one character giving a story because I didn't find myself getting confused over who was speaking when voices sound similar. So I could really, really engage in what was going on. I thought it had just enough kind of special effects music to kind of distinguish it like that little tape record at the beginning, fast forward into where we wanted to get, but it was clever, but then we got into the story. It, It just let the narration go and I loved that. And every now and again, you get a little musical interest you just even your ears a break or to set a tone and I thought uh, Matthew Wathouse's performance on this really upped his I mean he's obviously a little older now but upped his performance and I thought there was some cracking emotions displayed in it from him uh, the story was i John use John's words it was beautiful Uh, it really gave an understanding of what was going use your own
3: fucking word (laughs) I'm going to say it was
4: very beautiful Uh, (laughs) Um, (laughs) um, so it's I just I really really enjoyed it um I kind of, I must admit that when we listened to the last one and it kind of shocked me that I came into it with a bit of a negative approach and you four raved about it, but I'd kind of, I reflected and thought, well, I listened to that when I was making tea and I thought maybe I'd not give that enough time. So obviously when I was away, I I deliberately set time just to sit Outside and listen to this just on my own with a drink and I really enjoyed it and then listened to it again, which is the first time I've listened to one twice apart from Guru but only because we had to listen so many times because we changed. Um and I I really, really, really liked it. It's great. Really, really, really really liked it. I'd say it was beautiful, but that word's been stolen. Fuck off,
0: Craig. (laughs) I think um but I think for you, like it's it's probably a little different for you, Craig. Because You know, I don't think any of us are the biggest fans of of Adric when he was on. Telly I loved that. Uh, you, you, you did. And I think. I, I think. What this, I think yeah. this. What, what this has done to sort of echo a little bit what Cliff said and what and what John said it is a love letter to Adric, who I presume, mm. Joe's a fan of Adric like you are. Yeah. And yes. and to me, it converted me. You know, well, a weekend with Waterhouse at the Blu Ray extra, and this has really converted me into to really like the character of Adric. I think Matthew Waterhouse in this absolutely smashes out of the park, yeah. as well as uh, is writing. It's just phenomenal. It's just a it's just a beautiful piece of writing yeah. and yeah. well performed because it could yeah. have been so wrong the first time I listened to it. I was a bit like. Oh, well, that tape play thing—I'm not sure about that and all that—and they've listened to it three times now, and I just adore it, and I would listen to it again and again. And again. I think,
3: I think also the sound design is like uh, ought to be appreciated because it did yeah. add a lot to the story it because did. it sort yes. of narrated it in the background. Yeah. Of yeah, what was going on? You were you were hearing the sort of location thing. It was really good. Was Robert
2: but super- harvey yeah. Robert Harvey was the sound guy behind it. Very He'd good, perfect.
1: Well, um, uh, yeah. oh, sorry, Sukiwa. I'm just going to say, I was a fan of Adric back in the day. Yeah, Sukiwa, yeah. Yeah, because uh, Adric was 1980, 1981. I was 10 and 11 years old then. Yeah, it's very right. So me and Craig, similar age. You guys are a bit younger than me, us anyway. Yeah. Uh, but when I'm watching that, uh, it's not somebody you can identify with on that, screen. Yeah. Right? And you think, oh, he's got a young... Yeah. boy with him traveling traveling with the doctor and you think oh yeah i could be like that yeah. so yeah he's somebody i did look up to uh <clears> out to, on screen and i think yeah i did like his portrayal on, on it's only years later when you watch it with adult toys and you just think this portrayal is a bit uh amateur in the way yeah. he's acting and the way he uh, the character's been written you just think okay yeah I understand why a lot of people were quite negative towards the char- towards this portrayal of the uh, the character but well, it was
5: right.
3: addressed it was addressed in the, uh, in the story it the was the fact that he yeah, he referred to it was addressed that in that the story this is he, why I like it like that he accepted those flaws and he uh, yeah. explained them I think it was really good that he did that
1: I think it's well, it most the, fans I, most fans look at it and think oh it's a bad portrayal but the way he, way yeah. Matthew Waterhouse and Joe Lidster have, uh, have said in this in this little story, it's the same typical thing that a teenager would do. Yeah, of yeah. course. Right. Yeah. So you you're you just not seeing it uh, through the eyes of a teenager acting that uh, doing that thing. You're just seeing it as an adult thinking, oh, this is really terrible. This is bad. But you once you've got past, once you uh, listen to this story and then realise, oh, yeah. That's how it, it should. Uh, you should really be looking at these old stories. Is the way the act, uh, the actor and the character were at that particular time. It's not I as if it's Matthew... not as
3: if all of us uh, have had our times of wanting to please people in that like, sort of overriding sense. And you know, fine if and, I got and and my needs. Makes us do stupid <laughs> things because we're trying to impress somebody. That kind of thing. You can completely understand it now. Yeah, I
2: think this shows though that Matthew's um, acting abilities is so good. It's Brilliant. His, if, if you imagine all those TV programs we watched in the 80s and uh, up to the 90s and he was a child portraying in the actor, you don't really do much afterwards. But, but did Matthew, I'd, I'm actually interested to see what other stuff he's done.
4: I was about to say, does anyone know what he actually went on to do or did Doctor Who become a bit of a kind of an end of career thing for
1: him? He, he finished uh, in England and went off to America and set up a, a company over there, uh, an acting company, uh, But was part of a company over there. But uh, then, when Big Finish came calling, I think he sort of uh, came back and started acting back on Big Finish. I don't think he's done that much uh, acting wise outside of Big Finish. But he he has written books and stories now. Uh, Wow! So he
2: is. um, I'm I'm interested to hearing more of his stuff now after Mm. listening to it. The way the way he did it. Yeah, and I'm, because of audio, you're only limited to all your imagination and the yeah. amount of chemicals I've had. I've got a lot of imagination, but there's bits in this which I, I was teared up. Yeah. yeah, some of it It was well, really good. I think the, the, the
0: way it starts, the few like intermittent clips of the parts that we know. So yeah. the introduction, yeah. you know, the talk of his of his brother. Um, and then and then it goes on to the the state of decay, you know, the vampires and bits like that. And then suddenly, you know, they're, they're growing fond of each other or he feels like yeah. he's being accepted on with the Roma, with, with uh, Doctor and Romana. And then they, they come to the... I don't know what the planet's called. It's gone up from my mind. Um, but then, you know, the glass smashing and all that kind of bit. And yeah. the way that Joe has yes. written um, Tom, you know, Tom Baker's Doctor and Lalo Ord as well, her Romana it just it's just spot on you know it's like what he would say what he would do and then you're like oh this is a new bit now and you start listening and the theme the theme of it's fantastic you know the the way that this this whole concept of people can't die and then they have more babies and then it's just full of people and then it's all this writing and all this sort of stuff and it's got to stop you know because like they say people are going to come from not just e-space but n-space and it's a massive thing you know and it has to be massive for the for the doctor to risk his life you know or to you know accept he's going to die because Adric can't take on the machine whatever it's become and then it's just that whole sort of first part to me it's in sort of two parts is amazing and then it's Adric's grief and then the way he, he goes on with his life you know has kids has yeah. grandchildren and yeah. then realizes, you know, once his wife died, he's you know seeing Tegan and Nissa in these dreams, you know, whatever it yes. is, that he has to go back, uh, you know, and he's worked on it to go back to what it should have been, and it and, and it's just to, to give Adric just just a massive, it's just awesome, like oh, awesome. well, it was a lovely way
4: to bring in how it was going to resolve, wasn't it? Yeah. That despite everything that happened, the love, there was this just niggling thing in his mind that he knew was coming through, and it it kind of gently pulled you back to the main story of Adric, you know, and his character in the TV series. I
3: I think that the greatest thing that Joe's done in this, in this particular story is, he's created a much more character progression for Adric than he really got in the show when he was in it. Same with same with um, Romano as well. The kind of, the way that their narratives in this story sort of came together, it, it did so much for the character. Uh, now, when I go watch, uh, if we go and watch Earth as we probably will at some point. Then I'm gonna have Ma- this Matthew Waterhouse performance in my head. Yeah, when I'm yeah. watching it, and it's gonna change how I view it because it's certainly it's made me more. It's made me want to watch an Adric thing just to explore that character a little bit.
0: And the fact he becomes his hero, the Doctor. Yeah, you know, becomes yes. a Doctor. He's doing the thing you know the Doctor would do. It's just it's just so awesome like it really is up there because it's it's a different big finish than I've ever heard before just one person yes. doing it and the way it's done as an audio diary and all that sort of stuff um I mean yeah it's just I just look I love Adric now and I, I love it well, what else it's well, well,
2: once a, when I was listening to it it made me realize of how tragic this character of Adric has been and compared to all the other companions and I kept thinking back. I thought, my God, he's lost this person. He's lost this person. Yeah, can... I don't want to be an airship, but you know, what a proper anyway. character progression. It's great. No, it's
1: like but, wow. Yeah. This, this is the whole thing with this story as well, because even though he's had this full life, it's also going to be a tragic uh, end as well. Yeah. Because within, if he has gone successfully changed, because it's all ambiguous, because you don't know actually if he's actually done it or not. But if yeah. he has gone successfully changed the past within a year, Adric would have died anyway, yes. right, so it, it's all, you, you look at it, you think he's gone, he's he's had a really good life, but he's decided this little niggling doubt in the back of his head, he's got to go around um, make sure, and correct it, but then within a year, he's dead anyway. It's not a sad story
3: though, because it's, it's not a sad ending, because it is a hopeful ending, isn't it?
1: Yeah, it's, it's not a sad story the sacrifice when, he makes yeah when you know uh when you don't know what his future really is but when you yes. know what his future really he's is he's going to his death yeah he this is death. a sad ending
0: yeah
1: to a certain
0: degree it, it is but well, it is it's it's kind of like all the stuff that he never got to do because yes. it, it, you know it's, it's quite filled on his side yeah it's quite a big thing he's got to you know a companion right
3: like, actually like sex and th- like sex and things
0: yeah, yeah. that was, I found that quite
4: a shock when he goes, I shouldn't really mm. say this to you, but we got drunk. I thought we got it was... And drunk. then boned. I threw it, yeah. I mean, that was...
5: That was it a but, yeah. But I liked, it it. Kind I liked of, the
0: way it was done because yeah. it was
5: like... Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah.
1: Then,
0: and then we had to, we, did, we were awkward and then we had another kiss and then and yeah. and then and then you think he's going to say, had sex or whatever. Then he goes, yeah. we got married and we had kids. Yeah, it, it, it was, was so lovely. Old, yeah, it
3: was. It, it was must beautiful.
4: Cool. But it was a shock, actually. I was like, I oh, wasn't expecting that. And then, you know, you should expect it. It's not drama. But it's,
3: it's a full life. That, that is part of a full life, isn't yes, it? Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah. But this no. story
1: also reminds me of uh, stuff that's been done in the past before this, which is a uh, Star Trek episode, Picard in a light. Yeah. Where Picard lived the whole life within a, a space of a few uh, minutes while he's unconscious, and uh, same here. Yeah, that is the
3: downside. Adric didn't learn how to play the fucking flute, there, did he? <laughs> hey? uh,
0: no, he did not. <coughs> So absolutely. Uh, Right. Well, I'm going to nip off lads uh, and have a, have a chat with Joe. I'll be back shortly. I've now stolen the TARDIS and I've got on a solo mission to come and speak to Joe Lidster, the writer of A Full Life. Uh, Hi, Joe. Hi, how are you doing? I'm all right, how
5: are you? Yeah, good, good. Yeah, it's Monday, Monday lunchtime. It's the most depressing day of the week,
0: so I'm glad I'm doing this. Yeah, definitely Monday lunchtime. Um, so a full life. We've all been very positive about it. Um, oh, good. It's a bit different having a, a basically a monologue um, brilliantly mm-hmm. acted by Matthew Waterhouse and brilliantly written by you. So how, how
5: did this come about? So I think how it came about, I was trying to remember... Um, is that I'm mates with Ian Atkins who produced at the time the Short Trips range and um, I think it was as simple as he messaged me to say how did we get Matthew Waterhouse for Dark Shadows because uh, which is the, the, the range I produced a Big Finish and it's because Matthew was a big Dark Shadows fan and I sort of said to Ian but I am mates with Matthew because at that point he hadn't done any other Doctor Who audios and I said I am mates with Matthew I can put you in touch with him um and you know it's oh great you know and i said but also i have to say i'd love to write one i'd love to write a a short trips because i i hadn't written one before and i love the format of it i write a lot of short plays for sort of fringe theater and stuff and i love a short piece of drama because you can really do something i think quite powerful and hard-hitting with it because it doesn't have it doesn't have room for you to sort of start babbling off doing other stuff. It's got to be really focused. And so, yeah, it really came back like that. Ian said yes, Matthew said yes. Um, and then the one thing I knew I really wanted to do because I knew Matthew was great in the dark shadows range was, um, to have him as he is now. Mm. So to have him as you know, an older man rather than being a teenage boy. Mm. Um, and so that really was just the starting point. I went, well, how could he be that? Because obviously we all know what happened to Adric. So how could he be that? And that's literally how it came about. I just went, well, what if that went wrong? And I just thought, um, be you know, you could do something quite emotional about mm. it. Oh, yes. Um, that relies on the knowledge that we have. Because mm. a lot of, I don't mean it in a negative way, but a lot of big finishes about fitting into gaps, you know, mm. it's, did you like the Fifth Dr. Tig and National Adric? Here's a Fifth Dr. T and this from Adric story. Um, with this, I thought there is the opportunity occasionally at Big Finish, I think, to do something that we in the twenty-first century have knowledge of. So yeah. we know that Adric's going to die. So doing a story. Where the characters don't know that he's going to die because it's not for a while yet, mm. but we do, is is something quite fun to do. Um, yeah. It's quite nice and big finish do stuff like that, I think.
0: Yeah, it was, um, yeah, because initially it's like, oh, recognize that bit. Yeah, so we know, you know, that bit on, you know, at full circle. And then you've got um, state of decay bits and you recognize them, and suddenly you don't recognize it, and they're on this planet, and it's just, oh, right now what's, what's mm. going to happen here And that, but, but you're always thinking but Adric died Adric died and it, it just as it progresses it's just fabulous to hear um, him to a degree addressed a bit about him being the annoying little teenager you mm. know when he was in the show yeah. there's a, a fabulous documentary that Toby Herdoc did on one of the Blu-ray um, sets where it's a weekend with Waterhouse, and he goes and spends a yes. weekend. Yeah. And, and have you seen it? It's it's fabulous. Yes, yeah, yeah,
5: well, yeah,
0: brilliant. So yeah, yeah, it's just nice. And then it's just nice to hear him absolutely smashing. You know,
5: the acting out of the park. And oh, for- it's mean, great. I mean, like so we 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 got him into the dark shadows range. We got him to play one character in a standalone story. And then when we were bringing doing our full cast stuff and relaunching that with a series called Bloodlust, we went, well, let's get Matthew back as an ancestor or descendant of the um, character he played in the other story, which um, is a very Dark shadow thing, actors play their own descendants and ancestors and, stuff. <laughs> and we just thought he was so good, so let's get him back. Yeah. Um, We can't get rid of him, (laughs) it's like getting him off and then break finding ways to bring him back in flashbacks or whatever because he is just really good. Um, he's you know, he plays the right evil sod in Dark Shadows, he's Mm. not a nice man in it, but he plays it so well and really charming. And, And Matthew himself is so much fun to be with, and I think you know, Adric is an annoying teenage boy that many of us were annoying teenage boys in yeah. a similar way um Matthew isn't an annoying teenage boy Matthew is a very funny yeah uh, very clever um very well read very uh, very what's a lot of you know knows a lot of stuff about film television and stuff he's and just very very funny um mm-hmm. so you know um I, I went to his partner, had a thing on uh, the other week, which I went to, and, you know, we've we now gone a writer to treat once a year, me and him and other people. And, um, yeah, he's just... And it was nice to give him the chance to play Adric from the point of view of someone... I <laughs> going to say, in the really cheesy way, from someone who has managed to live a full life. Which, yeah. <laughs> so obviously, Adric doesn't. So it was nice for him to get to play an Adric, who does have... has had the chance to live a full life. Um, and also, I wanted to sort of fit in with that e-space thing. In e-space, there's a lot of um, sort of slightly circular stuff, isn't it? There? There's death yeah. and rebirth and death and rebirth. So the Alzarians do it, the vampires. You know, there's a lot of stuff about that. And I thought it fitted in nicely with that, with that slightly moodier... Definitely. I want to say season 18. Is it season 18? The e space.
0: Yeah. Uh, no, uh, see, yes, no, the, season 18. Yeah all the, yeah. all the, all the stuff, the dark Tom Baker stuff.
5: Yeah. So it's went to fit in with that. And there's a short story that's in that series. So he mentions that as well. And I just wanted that nice run. Mm. Um, and yeah. You know, um, people seem to like it. So it was nice. <laughs>
0: It's when well, It's just it, it's like brilliantly active, but the writing is 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 fantastic as well. I know you here, and I'm not just saying that. It genuinely yeah. is. You know, it is a very uh, emotive piece. Uh, you know, the ending. I think we all had a little tear. You know, towards the end. Yeah. Uh, and things like things like this, things like Weekend with Waterhouse, um, it's it just sort of reignited the love of Adric, mm. and made us probably. You know, there's a couple of us that you know. He, he was our way in as as sort of smart little boys. You know, when we were watching sure. Doctor Who, um, so they have a affinity for him. I am in the other camp of oh, he's just annoying, but there's there's more to it than that.
5: Yeah, um, and he is and, annoying, but that's the character. Yeah, exactly. So the character is a precocious teenage boy. Um, you know they. <laughs> I don't know, it's very easy to look back but perhaps there's too many people in the TARDIS so therefore it's not, yes. that would probably, I think there's certainly a sense of he needs someone older yeah. to rein him in, which Tom Baker was, Peter Davison wasn't, you know, yeah, so yeah, when he, yeah. he's a doctor, it becomes four very young people in the TARDIS yeah. um, you know, that becomes very much about Teagan doesn't want to be there and Nyssa and, and or, or you know, so I think the problem is that there are too many people, I love that TARDIS team but yeah, there are too many people in the TARDIS, so you don't get to actually explore any other sides of Adric. Um, that's there's, that, like, there's little bits like Black Orchid where he eats, and you go, oh, that's brilliant. Why can't we see more <laughs> of that? You know, the, the sort of fun teenage boy thing of he yeah. just keeps eating. And it'd be nice to have seen more of that. But um, So yeah, I think with, yeah, with The Full Life, I did just want to flesh out the character a bit more and, and see how he felt he looked toward the Doctor and Romana. Um, which, you know, is also influenced by the real life situation of what it was like for mm. those actors at that time, which, you know, I think we're all aware it wasn't the happiest <laughs> period <laughs> behind the scenes <laughs> on the show. Um so yeah, uh, I just wanted to sort of uh, you know, sort of know, try and do all of that really. But yeah,
0: you, you definitely, it half an hour. He <laughs> definitely did. I mean, you know, it, it was you know, the, from that point of view of like the difficulty, and it's all done briefly and subtly, but it's it's just great. You know, you've got the point, the point to where there is a, a genuine fondness and friendship, and then the mm. die, and then yeah. and that's the whole bit where Adric, you know, goes and lives this, you know, very sad life initially. Finds, you know, finds his wife, and that that whole bit's done as very lovely as well. Like, you know, we went for a chat. We had a a drink. And you keep thinking they're going to say sex at one point, but they don't. And then we got married. It's just all so well done. Yeah. Uh, And then at the end, when it's all like, you know, he's had this great life, he's got kids, he's got grandkids, and then he's having these dreams when he loses his wife... Tegan and hmm. Nyssa and all this sort of stuff and it's like then it starts coming back well, full circle or you know and yeah. it's just and it's just yeah it's just awesome um was it a bit of a love letter to Adric maybe from yourself or because I mean I mean from Matthew? before
5: my time um I, I read the books that he was in obviously I've seen I think all of his stuff now um but so I don't have a, a particular childhood fondness for Adric um but I do really like Matthew. And I think there was an element of that. I knew that Matthew could do that. But also for me, it was about using the short trips format. And I think the stronger short trips are the character-based, character-led ones, because that's what half an hour monologue allows you to do. Um, you know, I don't think you should be trying to do a I don't think a full life, for example, would have worked as a four-episode story it could have done four episodes full gas you know it could have found a way to work but I think it's much more powerful as a half an hour thing it could be a bit more poetic like you say the dreams about Tegan and uh it could be a bit more these are unexplained it doesn't need to be explained we're caught up in this story if it was a four-part story you might go well how does Andrick have these dreams um why do we need an explanation um <laughs> so I think it was a love letter to Matthew I do like the eSpace space trilogy actually I have to say so there's yeah. a little bit of a love letter to that um but also i think i love led to the half an hour format to to the the structure that a, a short story allows you to do mm. um so yeah i just really wanted to do something that you wouldn't just forget about you know yeah you could whack out an eight, a half an hour story and you watch it and you go oh yeah that was great and then next day you've forgotten about it I wanted to do something that actually you finished it and went oh wow okay yeah. Yeah, I've got my money's worth there <laughs> you know <laughs> well um, the, the, the sort of production on it as well the way
0: it goes to that tape player yeah. you know that that's quite the first listen it was you know getting used to it and I find I do this with a lot of audio but it, it stood out you know because it mm. was this fast forwarding of the tape player and the stopping of it and then listening listening back to it the second time you know, like I do with most audios. I got got so much more from it because I need to be able
5: to fully concentrate. Um, So that that was the thing. I did have to slightly, I remember the one tricky thing was working out how he could be doing this. Yes. Or why he would be doing this as well. It's if you're doing a, I'm telling you the story. um, There's got to be a reason why I'm telling you the story. So he's telling the story. Is it His grandchild, or someone he's, or his boyfriend, or some more partner, A husband, doing or grandchild. Yes, at the end, grandchild. Yeah. I think to say, yeah, just so that you know, if I disappear, this is why. Obviously, yeah. not realizing the grandchild won't exist because time's going to reset. Um, so they had to do that, but also it had to be that slightly, um, you know, how do we hear the ending? Mm. How do we hear him leave? Because he's going to stop recording. <laughs> so that's uh, so why I came up with this, this broken glass motif um because i just sort of you know i I love a bit of repetition in drama um i think the you know it can it can sort of really pay off and i thought that would just pay off this the the glass breaking and then at the end the glass breaking signifying all of it's not happened yeah yeah because he's gonna go up and have warriors gate and (laughs)
0: Legopolis. Well, he's, and also, it's kind of like, there's a bit at the end where the audio changes and diminishes. And I quite mm. I quite like that as well. You know, it's yeah. just, just the very, very sort of production
5: on it. I mean, very, you know, Ian gets a very good team. Um, brilliantly directed, brilliant sound design. Um, you know, it is one of those things where, I think it's like £2.99 to buy the right. short chip. I think they're about two ninety nine or something ridiculously cheap. Right. And you get a full half an hour proper good... In many you know, so many of them are really, really good. Mm. Um he said not being able to name any of them, but I know <laughs> it was a Jago and Lightfoot couple or ones that were brilliant and you suddenly realised when they were set and it was so clever. Um so yeah, no, I just think it was it's such a such a strong range, um, the short because it allows you to not just try and do a missing adventure yeah. in nineteen seventy three, but to go, okay, what are we what's What's the actual story we want to tell here? Yeah, I mean it's my
0: first experience with it with a short trip, Um, and and it was incredibly positive.
5: So um, great, I would try some. uh, Yeah,
0: definitely. uh, definitely. That's because I'm
5: very lucky because then also very nicely because it meant I worked with Ian. Ian then asked me to come back and do um, two Camille Kedouri ones, so I got to do two Jackie Tyler stories, (sighs) which was possibly the, the biggest dream of my life come true. <laughs> you know, the last couple of years Big Finish have given me the chance to write for Tracy Ann Overman and Camille Koduri, Yeah. which I think any gay in the world who's <laughs> a talk to you <laughs> would be like, "Yes, they are the two people I must write for Jackie And, and <laughs> thanks, to, thanks thanks to a full life I got the chance to write for Jackie. Amazing. Uh, so that was brilliant. I've not I've not um i have not heard any of the, the that sort of the, the Jackie stuff because she's got her own rage, hasn't she? In Big Finish. No, there's a Rose Tyler range that she's in, right? Right, Um, and she's appeared in a couple of other things, but she had these two um, short stories. Uh, Again, I think, yeah. Well, we we, we, they're the two short stories that are set after she's left, right? Uh, Right. So it's sort of the next chapter of a story because dimension canon. The Rose Tyler, oh, I get confused at all. The Rose Tyler box sets are set before Turn Left, so they are Jackie. Clive, which is a brilliant idea. Clive, um, they're, they're them lot in the Doomsday universe. Oh, but it's them right. going to find Donna and it's them trying to find why the universes are dying out, which leads ah. them to turn left. Then you get turn left, then you get Stolen Earth, Journey's End, From there, Thieves and then you have, I think it's the only big finish that's set after all that is these two Jackie short trips.
0: That sounds ace. Nice. Yeah, no. I was, again. It's because um, there's a lot of big finish, which is great. You know, I mean, I will always be a fan of big finish because it hmm. was all we had for sixty. Yeah. Well, ninety was it ninety two? I think or whatever. It, you know, early ni- mid nineties maybe when it first. I came think mid. Off. Yeah, it was bit, mid mid to late because I was a yeah. youth. Yeah and, that, so, and that, yeah, and that's all we had. So, and mm-hmm. it was very welcome, you know, for until 2005. And it still is and continues to be. Yeah. You know, it's nice when people recommend stuff as well, you know, for us to dig into. Um, and like this was a pleasure. Um, before we go, have you got anything coming out, coming up that you would like uh, to?
5: So I have a story next, this month on the 20th of April. You can get Ronnie Takes on the World, um, which is a box set of three stories about. Uh, Rani Chandra from the So Jane Adventures, and it's got a mum in it and it's got Clyde in it. Um, uh, so mine's all about Rani and Clyde, which is a joy to come back to those characters. And again, it's slightly different from the Big Finish norm um, in that it's not fitting in to um, missing stories or anything like that or, or anything. Like that. It's very much those children from that children's TV show. Here they are as 30 year olds. Uh, uh, so it's very much uh, this is absolutely 15 years later we're not saying it's set next week or anything it's very specifically 15 years later Um, where are they what are they up to what's it like to be an adult version of a children's TV character that kind of thing so it's really um, I'm really happy with it Um, I've got to work with Emily Cook and Matt Fitton and I've worked with Matt a couple of times before Um, but I felt like we worked closely on this one and Emily and Matt and Emily are just two brilliant people um, mm. and brilliant people to work with. And they've created something I think really, really special. So I've got that. Um, that's it. There should be, a, there'll be a kid show coming out at some point. I've done a couple of episodes of, um, well, I think that's everything. Um, other than that. Yeah. Just, you know, find me on social media and there's updates there. No, oh, that's cool. Um, that's really cool. Just, just is it fifteen years since Sarah Jane Adventures yeah. came out? Yeah. So, um, so it's quite fun because basically, I was thirty and they were fifteen, and now I'm writing for them. I'm forty-five and they are yeah. thirty. So I'm writing wow. for them at the age they are now the age I was when I wrote the Sarah Jane Adventures. Um, That's wow. Yeah. No, it's been fifteen years, and you know you sort of you forget quickly sort of quite how much. You know, we are getting closer to 20 years since Doctor Who came back, aren't we? very much so we just reviewed rose and uh,
0: yeah yeah <laughs> 2005 2000. i just think anything from mid-90s is yesterday it's yesterday uh, yeah no absolutely it's a long time it's, ago no, john. It's, a,
5: it's very much an aging thing isn't it you just think
0: yeah. it's oh, yesterday yeah. yeah it definitely is not Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> well thank you very much for sparing us the time uh, i'm now going no to, worries, hop, 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 hop back to hop back to the lads uh, with a tape of this interview so thank you very much john Great. all the best cheers
5: yeah you too bye
0: and I'm back and I'm back I'm back and what, a, what a lovely chat with you that was what a, what a top fella so yes I'm going to come round now and get your two words or final thoughts I'll come to you first John
3: uh, two words Are we doing two words for this flights. i'm
0: gonna put it Why out right?
3: there. okay i'm gonna say um satisfying resolution
0: oh nice uh, any more stuff from you craig oh i'm just
4: thinking now it's, it's got to be something just like continuing crush because i always <laughs> had a crush on adric and i still have a crush on adric even listening oh, listen hold on are you
3: gay, Craig? Oh, what? Fuck no, no. Oh, no. Oh, I just like That's to experiment every thought. now and again.
4: Yeah. Sometimes, like, I am yeah. a modern <laughs> man, so I can appreciate a good-looking man. Yeah, with yeah, it. yeah, yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. I get yeah.
4: I'd never take <laughs> cock or anything, um, but yeah. So, like, so yeah. Continuing crush because and the fact that Adric marries a man as well, or loves a man. He's like, oh, so, yeah, it's cool. He's gonna give me bedtime horn. But no, that it
3: it's not my two words. It's the right. Me- it's the right message. Yeah, amazing.
1: <laughs> uh, it's okay. Well, because I, well, my two words are going to be tragically wonderful. Mm-hmm. Because I do think he's had a great life, but at the same time, I do think he's going towards his death. So I do think it's just tragically wonderful, beautiful cliff.
2: Yeah, loved it. Can't recommend it enough. It's made me want to go back and watch the other stuff and want to know what else is done. So to me, it felt complete.
3: Ooh. I would also ask as well if we can. I know we're doing um, Sounds of Audio's recommendations for these hmm. currently, but at some point we can. I will be happy to review some more Joel Lizzard ones. Yeah,
1: yes. yeah, yeah. Yes. Yes. There's enough. Out oh there. yeah, yeah. Joe, yeah. Joe, Joe, Joe yeah bit, bob, didn't, um, didn't joe in your uh, little interview uh recommend a few right you'll let us know later, won't you bob
2: yeah that's
0: exactly right it's okay um <laughs> awesome my my two words are beautiful oh, words there? Yeah. so now i'm gonna go to the list that was being kindly donated to us by uh phil and uh, uh dwayne from the sirens of audio podcast thank you very much check it out uh their big finish stuff is brilliant. I'm gonna roll this d10 because we've done a few now and see what comes out.
3: Before uh, you do, by the way, is this one is this one that Philip picked or is this one Dwayne picked? Uh, let's have a look. This is because a- Philip's been on a roll and we've got to stop. We've got to stop that shit.
0: This is a, a uh, let's have a look. Uh, no, it's a Dwayne one.
3: A Dwayne right, one. Excellent, well picked, Dwayne.
0: Uh, so number nine. Oh wow, Davros. Oh, oh cracking! Yeah, I'll just put a little bit <laughs> about oh, what good. they say. Uh, from the, so it's a trilogy of the Master, and Omega is the other one, isn't it? Uh, so yeah, yeah I've, the, I've got all those somewhere upstairs. Yeah, it's the ex, ex, exploration of Davros uh, before uh, it sends Daleks with the Fifth Doctor. Yeah, is wonderful. First time Davros and Terry Malloy have been on big finish. That is, this is a cool. That's cool. I'm happy with that. So yeah, Davros is, yeah. next time on the bonus. Um, yeah, big. Big Ten, um, yeah. So thank you very much for listening to us. Thank you again to Joe for writing this um, and uh, sparing uh, sparing us some time. Have so we'll a chat with us about it. So and we'll... thanks
3: for the Cyrus for picking it. Yeah, yeah absolutely. We'll I loved it. It's really cool. cool. Uh,
0: we'll be back with Earth uh, in our main feed, same feed, and it just uh, yeah, Earth shock. Uh, until <laughs> then, goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.